Excuse me. Let's begin with a moment of prayer. O oh God, help us to hear your word and to know your voice this day. Amen. Did you happen to see the first Jurassic Park movie when it came out in the 90s? <coughs> Anybody in the theaters? Okay. I watched it in the theater with my friend Josh uh, and my parents. Now, here's a little something to know about your associate minister. I do not like anything scary <laughs> at all. I just never have. I don't like to be spooked. I don't like any of that spooky stuff. And there's a little part of me that thinks that somewhere out there, there's a real little Isla Sorna where they're making these little T-Rexes for some future Disneyland with dinosaurs. And I mean, the way the last few years have gone, anything is possible, right? It could happen. And I remember how I laid in my bed that night after watching the movie and the moonlight was streaming in through the blinds and I just kept waiting for that big T-Rex eyeball to swoop down the window and I could look out and I jumped up and I ran to the living room where my parents were and I said, I just, it's spooky, I can't take it, I can't do it. And my dad helped me back into the bedroom. He tucked me in, he looked out the window just to be sure, and he said, you know, no dinosaurs outside, nothing scary, don't be afraid. We all need someone to tell us we're okay from time to time, to whisper in our ear, do not be afraid. <clears throat> whether that's a parent or a spouse or a therapist or a friend, even an angel will do. Do not be afraid, the angel said to Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Elizabeth's time of emptiness is over. She will bear you a son and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness and he will be great in the sight of God. Do not be afraid, the angel said to Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and bear a son and you will name him Jesus. He'll be great and he'll be called the Son of the Most High. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, the angel said to Joseph. She will bear a son and you will name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Do not be afraid, the angel said to the shepherds, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Do not be afraid. Perhaps if we listen closely, we can hear these words spoken to us this season. Do not be afraid. You know, Joseph, the human parent of Jesus, is kind of a mystery. We don't know a lot about him, and after the early stories of Jesus' life, we never hear about Joseph again. Joseph may have been a man of few words, but he was a man of action. Joseph makes decisions that result in big changes in his family's life. He risks everything, his name, his reputation, even his life, 
to preserve the life of Jesus and his mother. Why would he do that? I wonder if it has something to do with Joseph's ability to trust in moments of uncertainty. You see, Joseph listened to God even when it totally uprooted him from his family and community. Joseph followed God's calling without hesitation, and that takes strength. That takes trust. That takes love. It might have terrified Joseph to do the things that he did to protect the people that he loved, but he did them. Perhaps he had this feeling of anxiousness while he did it. Perhaps he had a stomach ache. Perhaps he had this persistent, nagging voice in his head saying, Joseph, this is nuts. What are you doing? Joseph may have felt all of these things just like all of us do when we face a life-changing decision, when we face taking a big step forward, when we stand up to make a change, when we risk our safe and comfortable life because we believe in the message we are given. Do not be afraid. I don't know how you're feeling these days. But I have a suspicion that many of us need to hear these words of comfort and hope. Do not be afraid. This has been a challenging few years for many of us. Years of anxiety over the coronavirus pandemic, of economic insecurity, the recognition that racial equity is far from being a reality in our country, too much horrific gun violence, the fear that we are spiraling out of control as a people, forgetting who we are and what we're all about. And I have friends who feel like they just can't keep going on like this. My heart breaks for my friends. We are overwhelmed, many of us overwhelmed by a world of confusing messages that really are designed to divide us, to keep us separate and fighting with one another, family against family, friend against friend, neighbor against neighbor. And I don't need to list everything that causes us to be afraid. We know our fears. There are many things in the world that cause us to be nervous, worried, and hopeless. But amid this raging sea of negative emotion, we hear the angels greeting, do not be afraid. And in this moment with wars raging with the uncertainty that comes with changing political landscapes, we will not be afraid because we celebrate the birth of the one who comes to dispel fear, Jesus. We celebrate the birth of the one who reminds us that we are not alone. We do not need to be afraid because we are in this together. We are interconnected. We are bigger and stronger than the powers of darkness will ever be. We celebrate this season the coming of the one who makes all things new. We celebrate a baby who grows up to heal the sick, to find the lost, to speak parables of grace, to welcome the outcast, to conquer death forever. Jesus teaches us to love God and to love our neighbors 
and he teaches us, especially in this season, to love ourselves, to let a little light shine in our own hearts. The gift of Jesus' birth is not that he would come to die for us, but that he would come to show us how to truly live. And that is what we have come to celebrate in this Advent season. My friends, in the midst of whatever darkness we face, as individuals and families, as a nation and as a world, we will not be afraid. Jesus, Emmanuel, is with us. And I'm not asking you to live with, you know, blinders on or to be naive about your life. I'm asking you to fully live in this world, to grasp the light that Jesus and that Jesus shines in the darkness, and we know that the darkness will not and cannot overcome it. I'm asking us to remember that, to hold on to it, even when and especially when times are tough. So as we continue to move toward that holiest of days, Christmas, as we continue on with all of the challenges we've been experiencing for so many long years, let us summon our courage to live as shining lights in our world. Let us tirelessly and fearlessly do the work God has commanded us to do. And let us do it joyfully. Let us serve those in need. Let us fight for those who are oppressed and mistreated. Let us extend mercy and grace to all. And yes, let us extend it even to ourselves. And may the peace of Christ, the hope of Christ, and the joy of Christ be with us at this special time of year and in every moment of our lives. Amen.